Yo, what's going on, man? It's your boy, Vari. And we are back on the You Know What It Is podcast, man. Today, I got Icy Jones and Bobby Guns with me today. Hey, the scholars. You heard? So, today, we're going to tap in with the music. We're going to talk a little bit about the hot seat with Icy Jones. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get into it, man. First things first, thank you guys for coming through, showing love. Yeah, yeah, no problem, um, no problem. Where are you guys from? Born and raised. Born and raised. Born and raised. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yes, I think everybody besides Willie and fucking Jamar, uh, and this one, I was born and raised here. Yeah. So you know, what I mean, much respect, man. Yes, indeed. Um, what guys got you? What got you guys into uh, the whole rapping and uh, starting the movement? Guns. For me, the love of music. You know what I'm saying? Um, I grew up in a house where you know my grandma um, worked during the week, but. On the weekends, um, we had R&B, rhythm and blues, you know, all kind of different um, eclectic types of music and stuff like that. So um, I couldn't sing, to be honest with you. I have no, <laughs> I wasn't, uh, you know, uh, Michael Jackson or nothing like that. Right. So I had to find a way to express my musical talent. Like I had it. I knew which way it was. You know what I'm saying? I just had to figure out how to express it and rap. When um, N.W.A. came out, like, really, like, grabbed me. Like, I was listening to rap before then, but N.W.A. is like, you can do it. That's when I felt like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I feel you. So, mm. what when when did you guys come together? And are you guys related or when did you guys meet? Blood couldn't make us no closer, but no, we're not blood related. Got you. But that's mm. my brother. Since uh, I was in the third grade, we became I friends. I feel that. It wasn't no beef or nothing like that. Like, mm-hmm. we were just good friends and of course we like the ladies so the ladies <laughs> the ladies was always involved we always yes, be like hey man she bad whatever as a kid you know what I mean um, I remember one specific girl shout out AB you know who that is yes, everybody was in love with AB you feel me but anyway um, yeah man we, we connected at that time and we were just friends and you know Bobby is two years older than me so I looked up to him at a point in time in my life you know what I'm saying um they had a, a clique called DAB, uh, excuse me, DAP, down as players. And um, that was something I wanted to be a part of because I felt like I was a player, a little, little player or whatever, you know. Yes, sir. And it was like brotherhood, protection, you know, things of that nature because when you're going from eighth grade to ninth grade, man, you might need a little help. Yeah. Because you know, they be trying to front on the freshmen. Yeah. But I was popular, man. I was always known, so I didn't get picked on like that. It's funny that. Ladies, girls used to pick on me. You know what I'm saying? And you find out they really like you. Boy, that's all it is, man. (laughs) Find out that you just the one. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that was it. But my start in music, man, I started writing um, lyrics when I was nine and, and, you know, trying to get my vocals up. My auntie was a singer. So I began to sing. um, And then I became a rapper, uh, kind of middle school. And I became a recording artist um, in high school. Okay. Yeah. So with... um what studios and stuff like that were y'all tapped into in the early times, or were y'all strictly out of the out of the crib trying to figure this out on your yeah. own? Um, one of the first studios I went to, it wasn't even to record. I've never recorded there, but to get distribu- um, to get um, my CDs created, mm-hmm. uh, I forgot what the name of that's called. It's not distribution, but anyway, to get them made, I went to Digital Insight. Mm-hmm. I got my first run of real CDs <laughs> with the print on them from Digital Insight. Okay, and you walk in there and you see plaques on the wall and Missy Elliott, DMX. You know, things like that. They were recording there, and that's on Maryland Parkway. You know what I'm saying? Um, And so, but previously, yeah, I was with um, DEA, which is Derek, Eric, and Antonio. And that's the first studio I recorded in, and I made my first song, um, Pimp Shit. 
I rap about that PM shit, that player shit, that gangster regulators that's, that you can feel me with. Yeah, mm-hmm. I rapper. <laughs> hey. And I did that. And then I think I had two verses, if I'm not mistaken, but it may have been one or two verses. And then other people wanted to be on it. So that was the actual first song that I made. And it was it was dope. And then we, we began to have some high school beef um, because he, Derek, no, Eric, Eric had something to say about me. Uh, I'm like, well, why would he record it? But he was like, he too aggressive on it. If he smoothed it out, it'd be this, that, and the third. But he was telling other that and not me. Right. And I'm like, bro, you're my engineer. Like, I'm recording with you. Why you just didn't tell me that? Exactly. And then we had beef. And so I went to another studio, made records. They made their records. They had their shirts. I had my, my crew. You feel me? But it was music beef. But yeah. it, it could have, you know, it could have been a little real. Could into something else. But at the same time, it's because I'm popular. Like, right. I'm getting love from it. And now you got something to say, but I'm mm-hmm. bringing people to your studio. You feel me mm-hmm. to record or whatever. But that was in high school, man. And I I printed my own CDs then and pushed them out at school. You feel me? Like I knew it was something tangible um, because it was just those were the times where you can really um, get people to hear it through word of mouth by passing out your CDs. Um, and the first person that gave me five dollars for it, I was like, I could make money off this. You feel me? And then that's when real like crushes came because they like he really do this thing. You feel me? So. That's how that happened, bro. One of my homegirls watching now, she know the story. Shout out to Rika Russian, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so taking it from um, high school to where you're at now, um, I know you were saying that you had a, like, a little bit of beef and stuff like that. Uh, do you guys not allow that to get into in the way anymore? Because I've been seeing like you guys have a bunch of collabs on this uh, recent album that you got right now. Well, not a bunch, but no, not a bunch. Um, <laughs> it looks like about three. Yes, it's like about three. Mm-hmm. So, um, is the the collabing thing in the city? Is that something that y'all are looking towards doing, or staying away from it, just keeping it into the circle? I I, I think I've worked with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and so. My last couple solo projects, bro, I ain't got no features on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then when he and I got together, I think that was enough for us to be together again in a group. Right. You know what I mean? Um, shout out D-Mees as well. He's watching. He, he just dropped his album, um, Voice of the Streets, produced by Hell Gang Hitty. But uh, we grew up with him too. So when it comes to like features uh, going forward, it, it has to be relational. Yeah. Um, mm. and, and, and then you got to be working, man. If you're not working... I like and, that word. And, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got nothing really to show for your catalog or career. I'm going to push you forward to get that feature from me. You know what I mean? And plus, I'm like a coach. You feel me? I'm I'm um, a consultant. Yeah. So it's like if, if you want to show me that you're working and you want to get some game from me and you put that game to, to work and I see that you're doing that, then I'll give you the feature. You feel mm-hmm. me? But if you're not doing all that, you're probably going to have to pay for it. Because I still want to see you work. When you got the feature from me, like we're mm-hmm. doing a video, we're gonna step out and do a show. You know what I mean? I got a couple cats that want that right now, and it's like, no, nah, you gotta work first. Yeah. I couldn't just jump in the game and get a feature from nobody because they want you to pay your dues. That's a part of paying dues. Yeah. Well, I'm doing I'm doing features, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tap in with guns, Bobby Gun Seven O Two. I'm trying to touch every beat I can, but I'm just like a fanatic like that, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I like. I hit him up all the time, and he's like, man, I'm not really trying to go to the studio to record. Let's go and, you know, do this or do that. And I'm like, man, I got another song right now. I got two of them right now. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? It's locking your head. Yeah, bro, I keep it. It's It's like bursting out of me all the time. So that's why I'm like, features ain't tripping. But that's that's people hitting him for features. Right. You feel me? 
Like, what about people coming to us and want to feature on our song? Oh, yeah, no, I mean, you got to work, man. <laughs> See, but that's, okay, so the way that you look at the work, though, are you just checking out the Instagram and stuff like that, and you're just, like, um, trying to see, actually, yo, what products are you putting out? How much music has been actually made? Are you actually putting money towards getting videos and stuff made like that? Is that mm -hmm. something that you guys are actually looking for? Yeah, because mm -hmm. in the same way that y'all are looking at that for an artist to even just work with you, get in a studio with you, I look at that in the same way for podcasting. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I see a lot of artists, they just come out, 200 followers or whatever. Yo, I just dropped this song, and this is their first song. Mm -hmm. Let me come on a pod to do what? Yeah. You know and what see, I mean? but I, I I personally can't treat my, my um, show like that, mm -hmm. right? Which... I commend you. Do that, please, right? Because it, it gives you a category. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you can't go on, you know what it is, unless you got work up under your belt, right? For real. So exactly. you, you can work up to that interview. You right. know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Um, but for me, I want everybody to come across the table. So when things go kaboom. Right. You know what I'm saying? You were the starting point. Yeah. like, Or like, they came across my table, and now it, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like... You, I'm unreachable, you know what I'm saying? But you do have that one interview with me when you, right. you know, when you had the chance, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, it's like, uh, I want people to invest in themselves. So if you do got 200 followers and you only got, you know, uh, 10, 10 views or something, right? But you put money towards the podcast, you put money towards my radio show. Okay, you're investing in yourself. Right. Which in turn invests in me, which in turn puts the platform where it needs to be so more people can come on the show true because um, I got a, I got a playlist you know what I mean I play music and music videos on my show I do commercials sponsored ads stuff like that invest in yourself and I'm gonna put you out through my platform so yeah I want people to come across the table man and invest in themselves with it because a lot of people they want it to be free but it's not yeah you know what I mean but I, I make different ways for you to, to still get on the show if you don't have the, the full amount that I'm asking for for real I feel you um well, before we even pivot to that, let's go right, ahead and right, jump right. into My the. Bad. Let's go ahead and jump into the music. You know what I'm saying? So the scholars dropped. Uh, when when did this actually drop? January 30th, 2022. January 30th. Yes, sir. Yeah, we actually dropped three projects on one day. Um, we dropped. Uh, we call it our little basic um, hashtag is 36 and 12. Yeah. This is. Um, gonna be my first listen okay. um, And I actually like doing this I like to be able to come in fresh And have fresh ears on it You know what I'm saying mm -hmm. This already sounded like I could throw them in the whip And it, I got 10s in the back okay. So you nice. know what I'm saying This is gonna bump Yes sir I be, I, be looking, I be looking for certain Cause a lot of um, A lot of um, Artists don't work with I think quality producers now You know what I'm saying or they don't even try to look for them. I've been listening to a lot of the artists uh, that are on the playlist. Uh, they work with this producer, Quick. Quick made it. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. and, Shout out. Uh, all of his shit, I feel like, be slapping in the car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And this is my introduction to Hell Gang Hitty. And already I need to go check out the catalog. You yes, know what I'm sir. Saying? For you guys, I, I like that y'all are actually working with somebody who is, you know, putting in the time because this name has been somebody that i've been hearing around the city a lot facts yes sir. i'm gonna keep it real you may have heard of hitty beating to know it was his oh that's a fact that's a fact <laughs> yeah. i'm yeah. pretty sure he uh, but i'll take that yeah. introduction credit you know what yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. i sure will i sure will <laughs> yeah hitty did uh, a lot of the production on the scholars album he mm -hmm. did 11 out of the 12 tracks on my album 
I can't tell you the number, but he did a lot um, on my album, and he probably engineered a lot more. You know what I mean? So uh, he's a dope engineer, bro. Like, so does is he just the engineer, or does he actually get on? Oh no, he'll make a beat right in front of you in oh. 15 minutes. He's our engineer and producer, uh-huh. and then he got a few features too. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying, like this song. You hear him in the background, ooh, ooh. at the end, he's like, that's my brother, that's, you feel me? Gotcha. To spice up the song, mm-hmm. one other song we got called Fight With You, neither one of us could get the chorus uh, sounding right, you feel me? Bobby Guns mm-hmm. is a writer for sure, mm-hmm. and he wrote Fight With You, and neither one of us could get our octave right, or, or the sound right. He like, man, watch out, got in there, boom, and we got the feature from him, man, like that. Sometimes that's what it takes, is the producer just jumping in and being like, yo, I got it. Yep. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, I mean, if even if you look at a Travis Scott, you know what I'm saying? Produced for so many people, produced for Kanye and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even know. Nope. And then he comes out with some shit. It's like, oh, damn, I remember hearing, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like, yep. this. that's going to be that same flow. I love seeing producers get in different bags and, and, and jump in, in, the, uh, in the booth like that. Yeah, yeah. man. We, uh, we give, we give, we give uh, hideous roses every interview, man. We can't, we, it's hard not to the way the his work ethic and the thing that he things that he do with the with the production um the engineering and all that man we we have to salute every time bro bro hitty is a like we like i say man he's a wizard with them fingers man hitty fingers bro because that's what you're using you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and and doing your thing man like i just see his hands moving and doing different things and then he'll close his eyes and and just listen and see what else is needed and you Mm -hmm. know he may be on the game Right, during your session, right? Yeah. But he gonna make sure that when you lead a session, you wouldn't even think that he ever played the game. Yeah, right. You feel me? So he know how to split his attention. You yeah. know what I mean? And he's still, he's still whooping their heads in the yeah. game, too. <laughs> yeah, I like that <laughs> shit. Man. I like that <laughs> shit. Yeah, he whooping heads and making platinum tracks at the same time. That's a fact, man. <laughs> so, so where are y'all recording that now? That's where we at. Hitville. Oh, okay. Hitville. That's, mm. that's it for now, man. Mm. Like, once we got in there, because that was we recorded. That's my brother there. That was our first song together in years. Because again, we we just used to be Bobby Guns and Icy Jones. Yeah. Okay. And we had one album called 365 Days a Year. You feel me? 365 Days a Year. Yeah. And we haven't like made a full project in years together, just me and him. So I said, man, if we come together, because I'm known for being a gospel rapper, Christian right. rapper. So I'm like, if we come together, bro, like it's got to be right. So finally, 2021, it was right. And he said, uh, we're going to Hitman. I'm like, cool. I've been wanting to work with him anyway. We got there, bro. He was very affordable, mm-hmm. very understanding, and created the beat from thin air because I was like, I asked him, like, have you ever had a relationship like with a, with a friend you call brother, right? And y'all may have gotten to it or whatever, but then y'all got through it and y'all still brothers, you feel me? He's like, hell yeah, you feel me? I'm like, I need something like that. Some, you know, West Coast, like, boom. And that's when I'm, that's my brother, that's my brother. And that's my brother, you feel me? And from there, bro, we did it. He uh, he cussed in the first song, being himself. You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, we can't do it like that. But we'll keep that. We're just going to edit it out, you feel me? Gotcha. He's like, no problem, bro. Like, I wish you would have told me that before, you feel me? Um, and I was like, no, we're not going to change it. It's going to be dope to blank it out, you feel me? Like, it, it just is. So from there, bro, we just went and kept going. He kept making songs <laughs> like he said earlier the work uh, don't stop man. it don't stop bro oh, man, and, um but at the same time like 
I'm like the business man, you feel me? Not to say that he's not, because he's with whatever, you feel me? Um, but that's what I be on, networking, grinding, putting it together, like, what we gonna take this song to? Like, who we gonna sit down with? Like, what we gonna perform at? Like, what, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we can keep creating, but we need a fan base to know who he and I are. You feel gotcha. Me? Because um, mm -hmm. they know me, but like, let's get everybody to know who you are. And there's people who know him, who don't know me. And then we got fans from way back that we need to bring them back and say, oh, they together. Yeah. And then they questioning, like, how? Like, Icy is a gospel rapper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to keep it real, but that, that That's that? My Brother video has been pulling them right back in. Like, yeah. for real, it's crazy, but it's been pulling a lot of people from the past that know me and him from being... Um, Little little bad kids running around the neighborhood, terrorizing people, being being horrible. Those same people are tapping in, like, man, we see you and we love it. We love what y'all doing. That's dope. We happy to see you keep grinding. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's so. the thing. Like, the first song had to be "That's My Brother, Bro." Yep. Like, that's how I felt because it's been so long. Yeah. But this my brother. Like, without music, he's still my brother. Yes, indeed. And that's just what it is. You feel me? Um, we we've been through life together, man. The ups and downs, the smiles and frowns, the I ain't rocking with Jones right now. You feel me? Like, mm -hmm. and that ain't happening forever. So we good. Just the uh, what they call them checks when you call on somebody. Um, oh, um, the health check or whatever. Yeah, but, you know, um, wellness check. Wellness, wellness check. check. Those calls get you know get through to to just check on the family. So we've mm -hmm. been doing that for years, and he been antagonizing me to yeah. get in the booth with him and, and make music and um. Just rap rap Cause uh, la last couple albums that I've had um, You didn't know if I'm You know Hip hop Or a Christian rapper And I just told him bro It's just me You feel me like I'm being me Still repping Christ Just different Cause I'm not Lecrae I'm not Seven I'm not Bizzle I'm not Andy Minio Right I'm Icy Jones And this is the way I convey my message About you know, Christ and how, how I live my life, you feel me? So did all of that start when you was, um, didn't you say your grandma was uh, a singer? No, my no, aunt. Your aunt, your aunt. Yeah. So did all of, was she she uh, in the church primarily? My whole family Christians. I don't think nobody in my family doesn't believe in God like that. Some may be like, yeah, but I think differently about it. But for the most part, we was raised Christians, like yeah. believers in Christ, so. I feel you. Yeah, my aunt was, but no, her her music was um was R&B music. Okay. You know what I mean? Her first three songs, it was a maxi single, and I was very inspired. Because once I seen her face on the cover of a Hate, I was like, wait a minute. We can do this right here? Like, yeah. we ain't got to go to Hollywood? Like, nope. we ain't, ain't got to go to New York? We can do it right here in Vegas. You know what I mean? So, and it's crazy because that same engineer and producer ended up being my engineer. You know, years later. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look at how that shit worked. Full circle, man. Full circle. And rest in peace to Silky D, man. All love to you, baby. So, let's go ahead and um, talk about the hot seat, man. Wait, you subconsciously you hearing it? What you think? What you hear? Oh, the songs? Yeah. Bro, this shit is good. Yeah. Like, I came in because just like you're saying, you were a gospel rapper. I thought that this was about to be because i mean i used to listen to gospel music like grits and shit like that oh. um so like my dad he wanted me to <laughs> he had to turn the camera he's like yeah you listen to some grits yeah. yeah but my dad he he put me onto that stuff uh because i remember when i was real real young like we used to just like he, we would go to football games and stuff like that but he would only play like snoop and stuff like that yeah. so then i guess he got to a point where he was like i can't just be in here with my son listening to strictly 
you know, hardcore gangster music all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he switched it up. He was like, look, it's still got a vibe. It's still got a flow. It's still got this. So I was like, but they're just talking about this. So I'm like, all right, bet. Um, but I haven't heard a lot of uh, gospel rappers in a long in a long time since uh since that so mm. i was thinking that this was going to be that but right it was right. different and i am actually surprised and i i, I vibe with this shit so wow. i definitely will have this on uh the playlist we're gonna have another playlist coming out soon uh for all of the the uh first quarter second quarter um everybody who's been dropping so i definitely oh. want to put some of y'all music on there for sure if we y'all will that. let me you got it, man. Yeah. And like we say, it's three albums. Rough Around the Edges is mine. I'm going to check them out. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And On Granny Name is Guns, man. Right now, y'all listening to Scholar Music by the Scholars. but um, And we wanted to brand, bro. Like, you'll see the owls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You'll see the uh, the L and the V from our fingers. You feel me? Yes, sir. Um, and just really Scholar Guns, Scholar Jones, and the Scholars. Like, we have to brand but that was our logo way back then right mm-hmm. you feel me but we never got it digitized because we came into a whole new world we talking oh five oh five y'all would have had the owl before drake we did yeah we did we did we yeah, and that's did. why that's why in our owl you see the o3 at the bottom of it on the tassel i see the tassel oh three because we had it before we ever knew who drake was we didn't right. That's when I started singing Scholar Music Productions. Yeah, we didn't. Singing Scholar Music Productions was was an actual company, you know, uh, defunct, and now it's Scholar Music. But, bro, when I tell you, like, we've always tried to be different, and it worked, you feel me? So, very thankful, man. And I just wanted something that wasn't Bobby Guns and Icy Jones. Like, give us a group name and let's Mm -hmm. solidify that and put it in stone. Like, Write our name in stone and yeah. leave a legacy like a scholar. So anyway, yeah, my bad. Let's let's go ahead. Talk talk to me. Yeah, man. So how have you felt the reception and everything from just doing the hot seat and uh, actually having a podcast out here in Vegas? Um, matter of fact, when did you start doing the hot seat? The hot seat I started in like 2017. Okay. Um, on Facebook Live. Got you. You feel me? Was it at that same studio that you're at now? No, 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 no. Um, it was literally on Facebook Live. Okay. And I would either pull up on you or you would pull up to my house and do it in my office movie room. You feel me? And that's where I was doing the interviews. It's crazy that I lost them because I never saved them to my phone like that. It was only on Facebook. So when I got hacked, I lost every interview. Damn. And my page. You feel yeah. me? So anyway, uh, 2019 beginning of 2019 is when i did internet radio and i was at hot 702.5 fm okay and then i left hot 702.5 uh after like the pandemic like and then i went over to uh room service radio room service radio is where i'm at now so yeah. uh internet radio for three years february made three years Got absolutely you. shout out to my first sponsors ever which is grits cafe and tc's rib crib oh grits boy <laughs> Rest in peace to Sharon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was crazy, bro. Still don't know what happened. But anyway, those are my first two sponsors. Those ladies believed in me. Trina Giles of Grits Cafe and um, Sharon uh, Harrell of TC's Rib Crib, man. They both believed in me just through relationships. And I want to tell everybody today, man, relationships are everything. Just in life, not just in business or music, but relationships in life are everything. God created people for us to be relational. Oh you know yeah. Oh so yeah. That is what keeps me afloat is my relationships. And if it wasn't for them two ladies, I would have had to come out of pocket. You feel me? 
And I feel like I, I don't have to come out of pocket. I got people that believe in me. They know I'm inquisitive and they seen it already through Facebook Live. Let me holler at them. And they were the first two. And of course, you need others to believe in you so others can follow that. Right. You know, the first person, second person that believe in you, bro, everybody else going to be like, okay, I'll do it. Especially with Grits Cafe and TC's Rib Crib, yep. prominent restaurants. Like, yeah, I got you now. You feel me? So it started rolling, bro. And I haven't had to pay for a show ever. That's tough. That's, that's amazing, dope. bro. Yeah, that's that's real dope. amazing, man. Shouts out to them. What is the... um? What's your goal with uh, the hot seat? I want to, uh, first I want to be nationally syndicated, right? right. But I want to be on television, bro. Like, I want to take hot seat with Icy Jones to like a network, Fox 5, whatever, Channel 13, VH1, MTV, BT, something. I want it to be on national television. And I do want to start interviewing uh, major um, people, not just artists, but like the corporate owners, the Everybody. CEOs. You want to be... Black Joe Rogan in Vegas. I want to be the male Oprah. Male Oprah. <laughs> That's who I want to be. Billion dollar baby, huh? Yeah, yeah. I want to be the, the male Oprah, man. Yeah, I don't know if anybody already. actually succeeded like that. Because Tyler Perry didn't start from television like that, like doing shows or nothing like that. But he is in the industry of film and entertainment. But Oprah was really on TV every day, like the soap operas, you feel me? And interviewing people of all areas of life you feel me you want like a daytime yeah and giving out gifts and like look under your seat you know what i mean like she was she was ellen before ellen you feel me like it's it, that's who i really like base it off of because i ask those in-depth questions as well right get into your personal life as personal as i can get on the surface level i yeah. don't know if that makes sense but no 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 i understand completely <laughs> because there's certain there's levels to this shit and you don't want to dive too deep with somebody that you are just meeting because you don't know what type of triggers that will give them yes. and this world is so sensitive now so it's like yes. um you just have to not tiptoe but you have to be cautious of what you say sometimes yeah yeah <laughs> i don't mean to make people shed tears you know what i'm saying yeah. but you're right the word trigger means a lot like uh i asked a lady about her uh divorce and how did that work out because there's many people watching that's been divorced or whatever right mm -hmm. and boom it triggered and she spilled the truth but it helped others oh man i watched that and it helped me get through whatever or uh, it made me realize I want to keep my wife. I'm going to change how, you know, the dynamic, dynamic of our relationship, you know? Uh, yeah, Butter, I understand that. Yeah. Butter James came on, and she got a lot of dead homies. You feel me? And I was like, that's traumatic for you to have went through that. Like, how do you go through that? And she spent days at the cemetery. You feel me? Mm. And I'm like, dang, that's like a place that's in your line of like daily things to do you yeah. feel me yeah how did you get there and then from there it just broke down because those were her best friends and the reason she rapped and you know what i mean so i had to come around hug her and get her the tissue or whatever but it wasn't on purpose it's just that's the in-depth about the hot seat she's like it is hot in this in my yes indeed so yes, that indeed. i want to take the television man like so yeah. it's but i do so much it's like at some point i'm gonna have to focus on you know everything to get me to a network so i do have my numbers i'll be trying to stay on their behinds about getting my numbers you feel me um still got to get my numbers for kicking it with jones and skinny because once you accumulate all that they're gonna see that and be like all right we could take that here because when i first seen kevin hart go on the na uh, international tour and he was like the first comedian to do that mm -hmm. is because of his numbers twitter right there yeah. social media too but twitter yep twitter he was able to do a global tour and sell out arenas. That's a, yep. a comedian. Yeah. So I'm like, 
okay, if I'm going to do it, I got to get my numbers up. Um, and not just like the followers or whatever, but like who's viewing your show, who's listening, the audio and the visual, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where at and all of that. So once I really focus on that, bro, that's where I'm headed. But right now, it's music, you know? And I hate that people, some people, not everybody, some people don't like me mixing it. They don't like that I'm a rapper still. You know what I mean? Doing, and then I'm pursuing hip hop. Yeah. And but, but you're multifaceted, and I don't understand why people can't just see that and allow you to grow in what you want to grow in. Yeah, I don't. I don't. What Devin to do? Say do what the you wanna do. I don't succumb to those, you know, <laughs> people. Um, I don't rock with that narrative. Uh, but I, I have to say it out loud so that the people who do rock with me, being multifaceted, can keep pushing me forward. Gotcha. And you know, keep showing love. And not not rock with that other narrative that I shouldn't do these different these different things. Cause at the end of the day, man, people are the reason why I play my music on my show now. Oh, I was yeah. not playing my music or videos on my show because it wasn't about me. But they're like, no, bro, we want to hear your music. And it was more than one, two, three, four, five people. It was a nice amount of people. Where I'm like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna do that for y'all. And I start putting it in there. But yeah, that's the that's the goal. Long story longer, my bad. That's the goal, though, bro. Is to have it on um, national television and even the audio be nationally syndicated through different radio stations. And I want to be the rude dude in the stands asking crazy questions on the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Deacon Tom Moore, man. Been with me since the beginning, 2019. Um, Modern Word Ministries, he does the hot topic on my show, bringing that word of wisdom, that, that good word from the word. Because I, I am a believer, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, um, And I do have a moral compass and it's catered tailored to uh the teachings of christ you feel me but at the end of the day like i let him do that you know what i mean while i still stay on what i got going on with the hot seat you feel me so um, i feel it man that's that's my sponsor that's good that you're staying in your faith man you know i definitely um i'm indifferent you know what i mean i did a lot of studying and i went to a little backstory about me okay i went to um the military went uh, right after high school and I had to learn, you know, for myself and learn different things and study different things. And it was it was it was just a, 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 a lesson for myself. But I know that, you know, everybody gets what they get out of certain things. Facts. So I definitely, you know, applaud everybody in their own uh, yes. followings and, you know, things like that. So have you ever watched Zeitgeist? No. Hmm. The homie sent me Zeitgeist, bro. It almost shook me. But. I stayed with the teachings of Christ, you mm-hmm. feel me, as a believer. And it just worked for me, bro, because it unlocked the spiritual man inside of me um, to walk in the natural and still be in the spirit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I'm not this perfect, you know, dude. That's why it's rough around the edges. But, bro, Christ unlocked that inside of me. And then the secret uh, documentary or whatever they call it, the secret um, catapulted me into a different level in the spirit room as well knowing that i've been doing this stuff for years and it just showed me like what i've been doing you feel me yeah so it just helped me with that but yeah man uh zeitgeist almost took me out of there bro (laughs) i was like whoa this is crazy because our world the world we live in bro you would think it's simulated but you know it is powers that be that are working this thing like a puppet master yeah man my thing is we we floating out here and on this rock by ourselves nobody else around us and we chose to do what yeah. you know what i mean make everybody work to death right you know what i'm saying this shit is crazy but it's people above 
those people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But then God is the God of all, and that's what I chose to believe in. Like right. the invisible God, the God of all. Helping you, know you walk mean? your path, man. Facts. And I'm seeing that, man. So any big things coming up with the hot seat? Any big things coming up with you guys uh with music this year? Man, we just did agenda, bro. That was pretty big. You okay. know what I mean? Like Oh, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, which is, you know, one off from the magic convention, but to be sitting next to um Jay Alexander Martin, one of the owners of FUBU, was crazy to me. Like, wow. You know what I mean? Even it was a 10, 15 minute interview, it's still like, bro, I used to rock the hell out of some FUBU. You know what I'm saying? And to, you know, be inspired by them to create my own brand, but God situations, you feel me? Um, the Owl, bro, my, my Icy Jones logo, like, this came from rocking FUBU and knowing that these black men created this. Facts. You know? Um, and then Sean Nelson, you know, uh, fresh, you know what I'm saying, in, in the lead role of of um, the wood, you know what I mean, like meeting him that. and Mr. Fab giving me the words of the day, you feel me, the word of the day, like this is like what I'm looking for, I'm looking for them mm. to be in the hot seat, you know what I'm saying, um, so I play it by ear, I can't tell you like, if, is there anything like incredible happening with Hot Seat with Icy Jones outside of what, like I say, God has for me that I don't know and, and then what I'm praying for and seeking which is to be nationally syndicated on national television but I'm not saying like oh I got some things on the table that's not you know what I mean but that's what I'm speaking and then with uh the scholars uh we just working um I let the cut out the bag uh, we are working on the R&B album there we go you know what I'm saying so that's pretty big for us once we start working with Hitman and I start um Getting laced with that auto tune for real, I'm like I can go back to singing. <laughs> you know what I mean, everybody want to get that auto tune and be like, "Yo, I'm the man now." But it doesn't sound. It's not heavy auto tune. It's oh, the okay. way he uses my voice. Cause Chris Brown used auto tune. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, Rihanna, a lot of people that yeah. can really sing use auto tune to a, a, you know, a level. Yeah, it's not like. It just home. helps them elevate a little bit more. Yeah, it's yeah, not Roger Tomlin, T Pain. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I ain't gonna lie to you. You gonna put this one in your car and ride with your girl to, to this album right here. Fact. Okay. Guaranteed. See, that's what I'm looking gonna, for. Gonna man. rock to this. One. I'm looking for the vibes. Like I told you, man. I'm putting together a new playlist. Yeah. Um, we definitely looking for the vibes. We looking for anything that's serenading the women. Because uh, I felt like the first playlist was very hip hop heavy. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and, you know, switch it up a little bit. I want to do at least three playlists a year. Mm-hmm. So that way um, I'm hitting all the quarters. Plus, it'll be like a little special one in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, we got an event coming up. I don't know how soon this will be out, but we got an event coming up Friday, um, February 25th. Okay. Uh, 9 p.m. to 12 a.m., 3013 North Rancho, Suite 123. And uh, it's a fashion show. So we got. Um, Lucky Two Times merch, you feel me? Um, we have uh, Francis Montego. I just had a bag full of their stuff. Um, we got Demise coming with his hard copies, a couple shirts he got left from Voice of the Streets. Um, we got Sahab coming through Isaac Brooks, you know what I mean? Um, and we have General Population, the clothing store. Um, and they got like the Las Vegas native clothing, North Town, West Side, gotcha. East Side type apparel. And we're gonna have some models walk the runway, you feel me? Uh, model it out, and we're gonna have some raffles. Uh, we're gonna have a 50 50 raffle. So 50% of what's in the pot is yours, whoever wins that, you feel me? And uh, we're gonna have our food vendor, uh, my partner, it's Cutter. 
Uh, he got his food truck, man, and he got the restaurant. So shout out to you know black businesses, man. Yeah, real big, shout out real black big. businesses, and man. And all the um, all the vendors are black as well. And so, like I said, February twenty fifth, the scholars will be performing. Yeah, Icy Jones, Bobby Be in Hines, there. Demis. Uh, we got Heavenly Management in the building. That's Abriel um, and Lisi. Lisi Music. You feel me? They'll be doing some R and B. You feel me? Um, did I mention Demis too? Yes, he sir. Performing right. So uh, February twenty fifth. Get at me. Flyer will be done today. It'll be out and about. You feel me? Let's go and come support the the business. It ain't even about being black business so much as it is about being entrepreneurs. Facts. Facts, man. Make sure y'all out there to support these guys. Uh, can you let the people know where they can find you at, uh, where they can find the music at, um, and how they can get in touch with actually getting in touch with you? Yeah. So uh, if you want to be on the podcast, man, my radio show, bro, Hot Seat with icy jones that's hot seat with i-c-j-o-n-e-z um again i have my playlist um play your audio or visual um i do sponsored ads you can sponsor the show with an ad or a commercial ad um and i do interviews man so hot seat with icy jones you spell it i-c-j-o-n-e-z and then for me man it's icy jones everywhere i-c-j-o-n-e-z on everything um don't put the dots in there all the time. That's just for Facebook because I got hacked, so I couldn't keep the same name. I feel it. It's I it's I C Jones, no dots, man. I C space J O N E Z. Bobby Guns. Yeah, you can find Bobby Guns on Facebook. Bobby Guns G U N N Z, and then on every other platform is Bobby Guns seven o two seven o two, and that's G U N N Z. Um, on Granny Name, the album dropped January 30th, man, tap in. The Scholars, Scholar Music dropped January the 30th, tap in. The um, Rough Around uh, rough around the Edges dropped same day, tap in, man, run it up. I don't know nobody who dropped three projects in one day. Um, that's being different as well. That's why we say 3612 is three albums, 12 tracks on each album. You know what I mean, equals 36 songs. You can put it in shuffle, listen to all of us, you know what I mean? Or you can choose one at a time, man, whatever you want to do. But I did you know, I did a hot seat takeover, which is another thing you can do on my show where you can do a live listening session on my show mm -hmm. for that one hour. It's all about you. And we played the uh, the albums in an hour and some change, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't even think it was a full hour. It was nah. like, but anyway, the album's not even 40 minutes. So you can get through it in a day. Uh, we played a minute and a half of each song and we got through everything. You feel me? So. Please go run it up, man. I shouldn't even be saying please like that, but like check your boys out, bro. Like I'm worth it. He's worth it. We worth it. We've been working for a very long time. I've been writing music since I was nine years old. I'm well into my thirties. So just think about that. You feel me? And um I got a lot of knowledge and I'm pouring out my life on both albums. And guns is letting you know from the gate, man, if I wouldn't have, you know, lost my pops when I was seven. Life would be different if my granny went and died and went to heaven. If the, if the drug, oh, um, if um, if the um, what I say, if the drug epidemic wasn't wasn't such a deception. Yeah, you know man. What I'm like if the '80s wouldn't have brought crack in, life would be different. You know what I'm saying for a lot of us. You know what I mean, and that's just the reality. Like that's on granny name. That's rough around the edges, and that's scholar music, man. We doing our thing. And we represent Vegas to the day that we die, bro. I don't man, care. You can every take day, me out of Vegas, day. but you can't take the Vegas out of Every day, all day, man. That's it's Las Vegas, 530 Social, baby. Every side of town. You feel me? Like, yes, I'm from the west side. You know what I mean? Specifically, uh, Lake Mead, Cary. You know what I mean? H Street, D Street, Inglestead. But 
the point being is that Vegas is our home. And I've moved away from Vegas a few times in my early 20s. And ain't nothing like this city, bro. And yeah, after the pandemic, things are a little weird. You know, it's not fully 24 hours everywhere. You feel me? But the way we make money here, the way we can make a living here. Um, 24-7, 365. The way the black folks are together here, regardless of which I may think of see, we're united, right. bro. We've been yeah. united for a long time with these housing complexes like Berkeley Square, um, like the J&J Apartments, like Regal Estates, um, like Valley View. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, like the Heights. Like these places are filled with African-Americans. You know what I mean? Hmm. And we own our property. We own our home. You know what I mean? So like we've been living in black excellence for forever. Shout out to Twix. Black excellence. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of us. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. You know what it is, podcast, bro. This is ridiculously dope. There was a time where we didn't have this. You know what I mean? Like, we couldn't find nobody to get an interview with. And you're definitely not going to 97.5. Right. You know right. what I mean? And, that, and not, definitely not 98.5. <laughs> no, not at all. That's why I started out at 88.1. Like, they mm-hmm. are the first to play my music on air and put me in rotation. They're the first to let me get that 10-minute interview. You know what I mean? If I couldn't make it down, they let me call in. They want to know what I got new, what's popping, what's good. You feel me? So very thankful to 88.1 FM. You feel me? So, bro, black excellence sliding, slipping all through Vegas, man. And that's just the reality of it. Come down, check it out, and see what we do, man. A lot of black businesses are flourishing out here. Yes, sir, man. I want to thank my guests for coming through. I want to thank everybody in the building, man. Um, This has been another You Know What It Is episode. Hey. And we will catch y'all later. Thank you, brother.